Hey guys, and welcome to episode one of Sober TV. So today I'm going to talk about the conflict of choice in your boozy journey and why you keep getting stuck, why you're struggling to say no, why you keep maybe relapsing or falling back into the drinking pattern, even if you've gone maybe three months or something without it. So if you're anything like me, a lot of people you know drink, like you're surrounded by people who drink. And so a lot of get togethers involve alcohol and you've got to go there and be around that. So it can be really challenging, especially if there's this whole need for acceptance and you need people to validate you and you're scared of the confrontation if you say no to a drink. And so what that brings up is this conflict of choice. Now the conflict of choice, I'll give you an example. So say your bestie messages you and it's a Saturday afternoon, it's a beautiful sunny day and she says beer's at the insert pub in the beer garden. Now the old you would go, yeah, let's do it. But this new transitioning you starts to feel this fear, this conflict, this trepidation. Like there's this nostalgic part of you that wants to go. You want to do this, okay? You get that dopamine hit, that excitement, that like, yeah, let's do it. But because you've decided that alcohol is something you want to cut out of your life, you also come up against this resistance in yourself of like, no, I don't want to go. I'm just going to feel like crap or spend all my money. I don't want to spend all my money. And then you find yourself in this internal tug of war. And so that's why we struggle to say no, because we get this anxiety in ourselves and we've got, it's got nowhere to go other than get washed down with an ice, ice cold bevy. Okay. And so the deeper issue of this is that you've created a lot of positive associations with alcohol. That's, that's what we do, right? It's, it's associated with good times, socializing, feeling a little looser, more confident, going the distance all night. And so we've, we've surrounded ourselves and our thinking with how awesome alcohol is. But interestingly enough, if you separate yourself from the good times, and put the liquid over here, you're still having the good times. So when you're letting go of a liquid, which is all it is, right, in its most raw form, it's just a liquid, okay? When you're letting go of that, what you're doing is you're taking the meaning that you've attached to this liquid off, and you're still going and having great times. And so what we need to do is flip the associations you have around it. So if you fill in the blank, right, I love alcohol because, and you write down all the things I love alcohol because and see what you're writing. See what the becauses are. I love alcohol because I feel more confident. I love alcohol because it's fun to go out and dance without any worries and cares. I love alcohol because it's nice to sit with a glass of wine and a cheese platter watching the sunset. Okay? So think about all of those reasons that you're drinking. You've created all of these positive associations with this drink. So you've got the drink down here, I love alcohol because, and then the reason down here. When you start flipping that into, I don't wanna drink alcohol anymore, 
then you go, I don't want to drink alcohol anymore because, and then you fill in the reasons. I don't want to drink alcohol anymore because I feel shitty the next day. I don't want to drink alcohol anymore because I'm aging really quickly. I don't want to drink alcohol anymore because fill in the blank. I'm abusive when I'm drunk. All right. So now you can see the disparity here. So there's the good and the bad of this side of the drinking. And then there's the good and the not so great side of the not drinking. Okay. And so you've got this internal tug within you operating constantly where you're driving home after a hard day at work. The usual thing to do is go to the bottle shop on the way home grab yourself a nice bottle of Shiraz and sit and watch some crappy reality TV show. That is something you enjoy doing. But because now your moral compass has changed a little bit, your awareness has opened up a lot more of the punish that alcohol creates, you're in even more conflict than you were before. Before there wasn't so much conflict, right? You were drinking, getting drunk, waking up, feeling like crap, is what it is, no conflict. And now that you've decided to stop drinking, there's a ton of conflict going on. So you've got to cut off the blood supply of the, 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 the yes, okay? And, you know, it's a process. Like, you can stop drinking overnight. That's easy. You do it all the time, okay? Where it's problematic is the, the tests that come up throughout that sobriety journey and they're the things that you need to watch and that's why training your thinking into positive associations of how I'm going to feel when I don't drink and really anchoring those in are going to make you feel better and then also anchoring the anchoring in the negative associations of drinking okay so I'll just reiterate positive associations around not drinking stack it on make yourself feel really really good about not drinking the money i'll save i'll be able to go on a holiday you know say you're spending four five hundred dollars a week some people do you might not but um five hundred dollars a week on alcohol think about in three months time what kind of holiday you can go on if you save 500 a week i mean obviously if you're doing that you're on quite a high income but just do it relative to your own income and lifestyle all right and stack on I'm going to feel amazing. On Sunday, I get to go and do this thing and that thing and write down all the activities that you can do now that you've stopped with the drinking. And then you stack on all the pain of drinking, okay? I'm going to wake up in the morning feeling like crap. I am not going to feel good in myself. My confidence is shot, my self-esteem. I am scattered at work. Um... You've got to find those deeper, deeper pains. My partner doesn't talk to me when I drink. My kids don't. They're scared of me when I drink. Just stack on the pain of drinking, okay? And so that's a, your practice today is just to do that. Think about what's the pleasure of not drinking? What's the pain of drinking? And how can I really anchor those into my psyche, into my mind, body, spirit, so that it just becomes a lot easier to make the right decision for yourself.